The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 at AM 680 WPTF. I'm Dave Alexander, along with Brock Emmons. Brock is with Triangle Radiant Barrier. Say hey. Hey. Yeah, he, he did. Uh, Stephen Clip from Stephen Clip Architecture in the building. It's a great thing. How well, you doing? Glad to be here. Stephen is usually appearing by phone in part because he has some... Uh, he has a beautiful home that's not right near here. I'm not. I'm not going to tell everybody where your home is. But well, it's, I have a couple of them. Okay, he's got a couple, of, and they, and they're beautiful. One's, and some days you just like to stay there. Well, one's in Blowing Rock, so it's a bit hard to drive here. Yep. <laughs> All right, Stephen is our architect, and you can ask any question about anything with the house because we've got. We've got a couple of experts also here uh, for HVAC questions. Charlie Agnew. Charlie, hi. Hey, how you doing, Dave? And Jerry Carnell, who is going to answer questions about plumbing and electrical. And these two fellows are from Streamline Services. And oddly enough, Mary from Raleigh called in early. Mary, how are you? Great to hear from you. Hello. What question is... What is the problem with the air condition when the water comes out the side instead of the spout? Ooh, water comes out of the side and not the spout. Right. You mean it comes out of the box? Yes. Oh, my gosh. All right, hold on. We're going to get an answer for you. Thank you. All right, Mary, it sounds like you have a drain issue. The drain's probably stopped up, needs to be cleared. Um, usually a pretty simple fix, something that's not too bad. Could be several other things contributing to that, but um, obviously getting a professional out to take a good look at it is going to be the, the correct answer there. Okay. Thank you so much. If yes, ma'am. Thank an you. An easy thing to check, if you look at the pan at the bottom of your air conditioning unit, uh, if that's filled with water, then your the drain is plugged up. Yeah, she's gone. Lee, Lee, are you calling from STEM? Stem, North uh, Carolina. Yes, sir. What can we do for you? So we got the big idea to make a mud room slash laundry room in yeah. the house that we just bought. <clears throat> I found a three-foot window on the outside wall of the laundry room okay. and a closet that I could tear out to make the room bigger. I got it up to 72 square feet now. And we took the three-foot window out and put a 3-0 right-hand in-swing door in afterthought there's an a roof over the garage that almost it kind of runs out into the middle part of that door like it lets out right there uh question is how am i going or is there a way or something that looks decorative to keep the water off of that door brock explain the problem i'm I'm having a hard time hearing okay so to to clarify, yeah, we're having an issue with audio here in the in the office. Uh, just just to clarify, so you you uh, you essentially had a window in an exterior facing wall. You pulled out the window to try to add additional square footage to that area. And which area is getting wet? 
So we pulled out the window. We put a door in that area to right. put, make an um, entrance into the laundry room. Okay. To make it a mud room. And the A roof actually lands right on top of where the door was put in at, at with no gutter right there. Okay, and so, I yeah, I, I see what you're saying is the water is coming down right in front of that door. And yeah. You uh, and you want to fix that. The two things yeah. you can do, the easy one is you put a piece of gutter there to carry the water away from that from that corner. You could also put a diverter strip in, which is just a piece of angled metal that you fit in between the the uh, roof shingles. And, and then the third I, one is that you can go ahead and build a little roof over that entry. Yeah, like a gable. Mm-hmm. I think I like the gable idea the best because the the piece of metal making it jut over would actually pour the water directly on my electrical supply for the house. <laughs> <laughs> you, you definitely, you definitely we vote no. Well, the other one is, I mean, it's cheaper to just put gutter in, but the the best one long-term would be to do a little roof yeah. That marries that together and covers it. Okay. I think that's what I'm going to do. Doesn't have to be big. What? Two, three feet? Yeah. Uh, it's really like uh, uh, two feet by five foot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of an additional cost, uh, you know, as opposed to doing a, a diverter or a gutter like that. However, it's going to look a lot nicer. And, yeah. and it's not going to be something that uh, is a short term fix. Yeah. yeah and, I understand. And can we bolt that to the header instead of putting a. Uh, uh, support from the porch up could it be just oh absolutely absolutely you could just span it have a beam that spans from the house to the garage and put it on top of that won't weigh much no need for a, a post coming to the ground yeah okay lee thank I you, thank sure. you. Sure. all right let's see you've been getting advice from Stephen clip of Stephen clip architecture and that's a small thing well, there, well he did. there are a lot of small things, and when you look at your house, yeah, the things that go wrong in the house are usually small things. Yeah, and so if you can fix all the little things, uh, usually the big things take care of themselves. All right, I'm going to ask Jerry and Charlie to describe what they've been doing this week, because that you know I, I I know you do HVAC, I knew you do plumbing and electrical, but what kind of things are you looking at this week? Uh, this time of year, we're getting on the HVAC side, getting toward the end of summer, so summer's kind of winding down. Um, don't get quite as many demand calls, no AC calls as you normally get, so we're yeah. starting to even transition to start thinking about doing those those fall maintenance checks and things like that, uh, just thorough evaluations of systems. Still pretty busy. Um, still have a lot of installs to do and things like that, so we're staying busy with that, but just getting into that time where we start to really start thinking about the next season. There's always a next season. You're always thinking ahead and working toward that. But that's what, for HVAC, that's kind of where we are right now. Well, Charlie, what are you looking at when you come out for just a, it's what doctors call a well call, right? Something, some sort of maintenance. What are you going to look at? Well, we're going to, anytime we come out, we're a little bit different than than a lot of uh, HVAC contractors and they kind of do, like a heating maintenance and then maybe a cooling maintenance yeah. to separate them. We 
do an overall system evaluation every time we come out to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, we feel like we just it, we're there. It's best for the homeowner for us to go thoroughly through that system from top to bottom, right, front to back. So we're going to check everything. We're going to check uh, capacitors, contactors, amp draws. We're going to clear drains like we were talking about earlier. We're going to check refrigerant pressures. We're going to make sure coils are clean. We're going to do all the things that are necessary to keep a system running as efficiently as it can run and try to eliminate any potential breakdowns that we can for our homeowners. So if you run into these little things that you're checking, how if you're able to get them before they cause issues, I mean, how much money can you really save just with these these service checks, having people come out and take a look? Well, they're just in efficiency, there have been studies that show you can save as much as 30% just in efficiency. Wow. And then the potential to catch something um, at a simple problem, um, the I'm sorry, architect, I I'm I'm forgot Steve, your name. Steve, Steve, Steve mentioned earlier, you catch little things on your house. Well, we can sometimes catch a little thing in an HVAC system that can prevent a catastrophic failure coming down the road. So it can be thousands of dollars that we can save you just by doing just a regular maintenance. How often do you recommend having you guys come out and do these these regular maintenance checks? Is this once every few months, once a year? Well, we we, let, we recommend twice a year. Okay. Uh, most manufacturers recommend twice a year, and that's okay. what we go by. And I think that's that gets you two good looks at it during the year to make sure that, again, we can lock in and focus in on anything that we see that may be a potential issue for you. That way, when it's 95 degrees outside, that air conditioner doesn't lay down on you. What are some common hiccups you guys run into? I mean, you know, customers reaches out to you. They say they're having issues. They're not able to keep their house cool, or they are, but their utility bill is real high. What's the most common problem you guys run into? Um, believe it or not, as simple as it sounds, uh, filters being dirty. Um, we see that a lot. People people don't change their filters often enough. Um, we find a lot of, truth be told, we find a lot of systems with uh, – Inadequate sizing, sometimes even a lot of systems oversized, but you know, um, we find that a lot. Definitely little things like uh, capacitors being weak and things that we can head off before they become big problems. Now, I should I should replace those filters, what, every six, eight, ten months? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. where do you live? Uh, <laughs> and, I got, and, I got three, and I got three dogs. Yeah, so. uh, you know, realistically, we recommend using using a filter that you would want to replace about every 30 days, yeah. maybe once a month. That's, that's usually what's going to be better for your system. Um, and, and we could talk about filters for probably three hours because there are tons of different types of filters out there. Um, but realistically, most systems are designed to work on what a specific static pressure. Yeah. And I know that's a technical term, but for for layman's, that means that there's a certain amount of air going in, certain amount of air going out. You and mean you, I can't just buy whatever is cheapest at the <laughs> home improvement show? Well, um, Truthfully, a lot of times that cheaper filter might actually be a little bit better than a more expensive filter. Really? If you put a too thick of a filter on your system, it can choke that system down. In simple terms, when I talk about static pressure, it can raise that static pressure, which basically makes that system work harder than it should work. Right. Cause that that blower motor to overamp, pull too many amps, and will actually raise your power bill. Right. So sometimes using a a less expensive filter. That's maybe not quite as thick or as pleated, has a, has a, you know not quite as great of a MERV rating and things like that. But change them more often. That seems to be the what seems to be the secret sauce in that. All right, you're getting advice from Charlie Agnew, who along with Jerry Carnell is here from Streamline Services. We're going to talk to Jerry in a little bit about plumbing and electrical. You know something, plumbing. I got to admit, I don't know how you would ever 
like visit unless I have no power or the lights are up, right? Right. And plumbing the same way. Move that microphone. If I don't have water, I don't think about you. Should I? You should. It's just like Charlie. Charlie hit the nail right on the head when he said this. Um, when we come out to your home, you're not. This it's not a normal company that like we just don't come out for just one little thing. We're gonna. Yeah. It's, we're just, we're the doctor of your house. There we're you gonna go. take a look at everything. We're gonna let you know what's going on through your house. Your water heater is a certain age. There's a life expectancy of your water heater. Yeah. Obviously, we're gonna keep you up to date on that. We wanna educate you. It's by the time that we're done. Not only do you know what you have in your home, because a lot of people can't even tell you where the main water shutoff valve is in the house. That's right. Where the main shutoff breaker is for the home or uh, where their water heater is actually located. Oh, I actually have a hot water heater. I just don't have it from the city. You know, a lot of people don't realize that, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, But we want to educate the homeowner and let them know that, hey, you do have these things. And did you know that there's a maintenance that you're supposed to do to these? Like a water heater. You're supposed to flush a water heater every year. A lot of people just don't realize that. (laughs) It's it's shocking. It's it's very shocking. You'd be surprised. Flushing flushing a water heater. I do that every morning. I empty it. That's just like an electrical panel. As much time as we spend in crawl spaces, I can tell you, every once in a while we find water heaters that are probably as old as I am. It, It would blow you away. So, yeah. Yes. And the homeowner had no idea. What no, was idea. no idea. They, no idea. They, they, a lot of people don't realize that. All right, uh, just, gentlemen. You know, GFCIs that you're supposed to exercise once a month, uh, your smoke detectors that you're supposed to test weekly. I mean, there, there are certain things through the home that are actually supposed to be exercised. We test the, we test the uh, smoke detector all the time when we're making toast. <laughs> That's it. That's you, it. you know what? We're, hey, as long as it's not over eight years old, you're perfect. I assumed it was. I assume it was working fine. All right. If you want to jump in on this, 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Is your house built the way it should have been built? I, I, what I mean is, was it designed the way that you're going to live in it? Stephen Clip's going to talk about that in just a moment. This is Making Your Home Great. Everybody, everybody wants to be on the show. Butch and Ray and Woody, hold on. We're going to get to you in just a moment. We're going to talk first with Stephen. Stephen, I, I introduced the topic that people are, you know, they're they living in a home, but they want it to look different. Well, what's going on now? Everyone's been shut up in their home for you know several months now. Yep. And so all the things that they've always looked at and said, well, I'd really like to fix this or this really doesn't seem right. Yeah. Now it starts to matter. Oh, it does. So getting a lot of calls, doing a lot of consults, which is go out there and you just talk to them about what's wrong with their, their home or what they want to achieve and the different ways they can achieve it. And I want everybody to just look at their house, just be in your house and say, all right, is this island what I want, right? Is this kitchen island what I want? Uh, yeah, that gets a lot more beyond that. Yeah, it's, like what? Well, the big thing is if you're going to spend money and people have made the decision in the last few months that they're going to spend money on their homes. Yeah. And the big one is <laughs> they're adjusting my microphone. It's all right. Don't worry about it. The, the big one is that uh, they want to add a screen porch. Yeah. Or they want to add decks. Right. And because they're spending a lot of time at home, they want more outdoor space and better. Right. right. 
Most of the time, they do it very poorly. They achieve about 70% of what they could have, and they spend the same money. Yeah. The big thing with a screen porch is you don't want to add a screen porch that blocks the view from inside the house. You don't want to add decks that block the view of your yard. Yeah. And so I was at a house this week, and their whole plan was they were going to add two big decks to the house. Yeah. And I said, well, the first one's going to block the view so that when you stand in your great room, you can't see your yard. Yeah. And the second one's going to block the yard so that you really don't have a backyard. You just have this huge deck on two levels. Uh, It's not out of the question. I mean, some people do that. Well, I see a lot of them. And actually, I have times when I say, you need to cut, take off some of that (laughs) deck and get rid of it. The So in that case, the solution was that the first deck we dropped so that it did not block the view from the great room. Yeah. And the second deck, and then we used a hot tub deck as an intermediate level. And instead of another deck, we did a patio on the ground. Right. And now you're in the backyard. Right. And you can really feel it and enjoy your backyard instead of sitting on this pristine deck that's up above it. Right. Here is Butch from Raleigh. Thank you, Butch, for holding on. What do you got going on? Uh, I think what I have going on is something called drain flies. I've I've lived in this house for since 1984. The first time I've ever seen this, one of my sons, who is internet competent, which I'm not, did a little googling, and he's concluded that that I'm getting drain flies, and I'm getting them in most of the most. We have four bathrooms. I've seen at least three of the bathrooms and the utility sink downstairs um I, i'm using something that he learned about called BioDrain, which is something you have to order through amazon or something and it's some kind of a thick thing that you pour down the drain um all right hold on because charlie's pointing to jerry at this point <laughs> jerry carnell right. who we, ha- we haven't heard a lot from but jerry right so what's he got going on so it could be a, a it could be a multitude of things it could be just just build up on the inside of the drains. Uh, you got to figure every time that something goes down that drain, there's some type of food particle in there from you're washing dishes or washing your hands, the soap buildup, yeah. and obviously flies are attracted to every bit of that. Um, we do actually have a product that's, um, that we can actually put down the drains. It, it has enzymes built into it, and it multiplies every hour, every yeah. hour. So you actually just run it down the drains, and it will help to actually uh, get rid of all the, the bio waste that's in there. Yeah. Um, that way it... You, can eliminate things like drain flies, um, but it will also help out your system. Uh, it's good for septics. It's good for city. It's good for for everything. Is it fairly cheap for that type of it material? It is. It is. It's um, for for what it is and how long it lasts. Mm-hmm. It is it is a very uh, it doesn't hurt the pocket if if you want to put it that way. Is it something that you have to do multiple treatments or do you, you would want to do multiple treatments on there because a to get to the point of where. You don't know how bad it is. You don't know right. how bad your lines actually are, uh, especially, uh, I guess, 80s. Is that yeah. what you said? From the 80s. I mean, how long has stuff been sitting in there from the 80s or even from six months ago? Right. Yeah. Right. So you really want to keep that as a constant habit to actually put that down the drain. Let it sit overnight. The enzymes multiply. Actually get rid of all that. And, and then you just use it. Correct. It's non-harmful at all. It's it's all basically organic. I mean, if you get it on your hands, you don't have to wear your gloves. You don't have, I mean, you don't have to do any of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Butch, makes sense? 
Thank, thank you very much. Uh, tell me again uh, the company that I can go to to get to get this product. That's Streamline Services, right out of Raleigh. Thanks, Butch. Thank Thanks, you, Butch. Butch. I appreciate it. Now, we don't have a lot of time for Ray, but he's probably going to get enough time to tell us what's on his mind. Ray, got about a half a minute. Just give us a hint about what's going on. Uh, product anywhere from $40 to $240 put on my garage concrete inside. I got a dog that doesn't wear a diaper and once in a while tinkles on it, and I was wanting to protect it. Uh, uh, we've all been through that, Ray. Hold uh, on just a moment. Hold on just a moment. What we're going to do, unless we can come up with a product right now, guys, know anything? No? All right. <laughs> we're going to look it up, and I'm going to share it with the guys. And, and, you know, there's no question, big or small, that we can't handle on this show. It's just we might have to Google it. So, Ray, hang on. Woody, also hang on. You're on with uh, Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. From Streamline Services, Charlie Agnew and Jerry Carnell and Dave Alexander. And, of course, we got Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier. And this radio program is called Making Your Home Great. We hope we can do that and solve Ray's problem also. You know, it's funny. When you, when you use the computer to search... Hang on, guys. Use the computer to search. Sometimes what happens is the next person that uses a computer has got to deal with the pop-ups based on your search. Mm -hmm. So Rick Martinez is going to sit at this computer uh, on Monday, and he's going to see a whole bunch of urine on the floor. Urine product (laughs) things. All right. So Brock found one. Well, I mean, there's a couple of solutions to the problem. Is he still on the line? He is. I'm going to get with Ray. Ray, welcome back. You've got a dog that goes doo-doo and pee-pee on the driveway or in the garage? No, No, it just sometimes gets in the garage. See, my garage, is the concrete's never been sealed or anything. Yeah. 40 years old, just poured it and rolled on with it. All right, we got two ideas uh, I, for you. Brock is going to come up with a product. Well, sealing, obviously sealing the garage with a, a, a layman is, is probably going to be the smarter solution to the problem because yeah. then in the event the dog does go to the bathroom in the garage, that's something that you can literally wash out with the hose. It's right. not going to leave any long-lasting uh, smells. If you don't or, or you're not in a position that you can actually seal the garage, there's a couple of products that are out there. Uh, one of them specifically is Simple Green, which is uh, an outdoor dog and cat odor eliminator. It will also help to remove stains, and concrete is listed as one of the surfaces it can do that with. Yeah, um, A jug of that is about $10, but again, that's that's really not a solution. That's more of a cleanup product. So if you wanted a, a long-term solution, I would, I would really entertain thinking about sealing up the floor of the garage. And we think that Mike and Sue Pale of the Closet Factory do this sort of thing those two do that sort of thing they they seal the uh, garage floors all righty ray well i appreciate y'all's help hey right. thanks ray take care i appreciate you calling got woody in apex hi woody how you doing how are you folks doing this this afternoon we're dealing with uh-huh. everything under the sun hvac plumbing electrical anything you want to talk about uh, well, that's exactly right, and I heard one of your individuals, I think it was the architect professional there that had a house up, and I think he said, uh, blowing rock, and I'm going to try to be, be short here. I think I need to, uh, to ask a plumber a question. 
Yeah, go ahead. I've got a new <clears throat> I've got a new house uh off of Sampson Road, out of Aho, out of off of out of Blowing Rock out Yeah, there. I know where it is. Yeah, he does he knows exactly where Sampson Road is. Yep. <laughs> well I got a house up there and uh I I've got uh, I've got a uh, an issue with uh and I've been very happy with my plumber. Won't tell you who it is, but I've been he's done a, I think a fantastic job, but I just got a question about uh, we, we the uh, the we, it's a well question. The well is it's an eight hundred foot well. Dewey had to dig that thing that that low, and then I had to have the thing hydrofracked. And and anyway, the bottom line is I've got a the question is I'm <clears throat> I've got up at the up at the house which it the well the well pump and the uh, pressure tank is about probably two hundred feet away from the house, and I would guess a hundred feet up the hill elevation maybe more mm. uh uh the house is brand new the, everything was installed the plumbing you know was working very well uh but uh, right now we installed i had him install we bought an i think it was an amtrol 302 to add extra water volume and pressure too as well to keep you know so we would have plenty of water you know, up at the house up there and instead of that 20-gallon tank we had down at the well house. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it appears that we're getting, it appears that we're getting, and they had to install after, after <laughs> uh, the guys put the, Woody, uh, finished the, pl- yeah. We believe that you have a question. <laughs> we right, are. Okay, I'm We sorry. are. It's okay. It's, Man, you're right. doing fine. I'm, I'm just sorry. telling I'm you. To be, I'm trying. I thought it it might take me a minute to explain this. The minute you said, I'm going to try to be brief, I knew that we were, you know, we're going to have to work at this. What is the actual question? Bottom line is, it appears that we're getting air in these lines. Oh, he's got air in the lines. Yeah, so, you know, and and this happened after we we put the Amtrol in, the 30-gallon, you know, 32-gallon tank, and I'm just... I, you know, and I'm kind of wondering. Yeah. So your 32 gallon tank is that more along the lines of a buffer tank, just so you'll have extra water. Right. Exactly. Okay. So extra we, water and extra pressure, but it appears that we're that we're introducing air in the lines mm-hmm. somehow. Well, any time. How long has the air been there, and how long has the uh, the the extra buffer tank well, been in? Is it just installed, well, or as soon as as soon as we got the bumper tank in there? Right. It, this problem appeared. Right. So it, it can it can happen to any line. It can happen if you're on well water. It can happen if you're on city water. Anytime you cut open a main water line, you shut the right. water off, the water drains out, you will introduce air into the lines. And a lot of times, right. especially if you have an 800-foot well, as long as that uh, check valve at the bottom of that well pump is actually holding and doing exactly what it's supposed to do, it's not draining back out 800 feet down into the ground, you should be right. fine. But... If you have a lot of air in your lines, it could take a little while to actually bleed all of the air out of your lines. Um, the best right. suggestion I can give to you right now is actually go to the furthest point away, which is preferably a bathtub. Uh, open the cold side up and just let it run for a few minutes until you actually see, hopefully, no more air in the lines. Because this could, it literally could just be a lot of air just stored in the lines. It's essentially purging right. the it's, system. It's basically purging right. the system, right. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, I mean, I, and I kind of figured that, but it just seems like it's, I don't know, and then it may be another line that's not open towards our, the back side of the house at the at the washer that it still could be air in there. So anyway, 
Right. If you're gonna if you're if you're gonna bleed the lines out like that, I would definitely do it where you do not have any type of uh, aerator or anything like that. In like I wouldn't do it at a faucet. I would do it where it's completely open, uh, 100% flow. I would definitely do it at a uh, bathtub. Right. Good advice. Okay, ten four on that. Okay, very good. Woody, thank you Thanks very much. I hope you, right. you hope you don't hold it against me, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's quite all right. No, I knew I kind of went on, and I knew it was something I had a hard to explain. You, it was hard for me to explain. You call here anytime, Woody. Thank, thank you. Times, and I appreciate you know the, the fellows in the morning too. So thank you very kindly. All right, <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Woody. <laughs> I had to move along a little bit, but we got the answer. And that's the kind of service you're going to get from Streamline Services. Now, today, you got Jerry Carnell talking about plumbing and electrical, Charlie Agnew talking about HVAC, and I don't think we had a Charlie question yet. We so had we, one. we had one? All right, we've got, we got to get another one on here. And Stephen Clip from Stephen Clip Architecture, your website is beautiful. Worth Thank a trip you. just for people to see what you've done. But people are going to call you for what this year? The main thing is, so I do a lot of uh, renovation and additions to houses. Yeah. And it really is, these are the problems with my house. How do I fix them? What kind of problems could somebody have with a brand new modern house? Well, opening up the kitchen is a big one. Yeah. Uh, adding adding a family room. Or yes. how do we uh, convert the third floor into living space? Right. Uh, which I don't recommend being for a playroom for the teenage kids. <laughs> no, that's, that's just a, a bad worst idea. Worst thing in the world. And uh, like I said, a lot of screen porches. And yeah. really, it's my house just doesn't live well. How can I make it live well? And I'm going to spend the money. Yeah. And they've already said, I'm going to spend the money. I'm going to redo my kitchen. But how can I get three or four or five benefits out of it instead of just two? Yeah. Well, a lot of people underestimate really the benefit of, of an architect. Okay. If you go into a home that was built by a random home builder yep. and then one that there was a, an architect that had a hand in the design, they are night and day. It is a difference between a home that you could say is what feng shui almost. You you would the bathroom's in the right place. The the master bedroom is on the first floor as opposed to the second floor. There, when you're designing a home for you, you can make all of those little intricate details that make it a lot more comfortable for you and your family to live in. Yeah, uh, and it's a lot cheaper to add on and expand your house than it is to just pack up shop and go buy a new home. Yep, it usually is, but that's a calculation. It sure is. So what I do is I talk to people, do a consult about how they can expand their house and what their options are. The full range, from the least expensive to the you know the most wild and crazy. But then you want to look at that and say, can I go on the market and buy a house that has most of these things for the same money and just recognize that it's going to cost you 10% to sell your house. So anytime you're looking at expanding or fixing your house, you've got 10% of the value of the house off the top that you can spend uh, without any loss. So your clients can sit down with you and you can consult with them, show them the numbers and try to help guide them in the right direction. Oh, give them as much information as I can about what are the different options. 
and how many different ways you can. And always it's like, wow, I never thought of that. Are you still and, doing the thing with people who are buying houses? You'll go with them and take a look at it? Yes. Yes, I do that. I do uh, people who are selling a house, yeah. you know, and consult with them about what they can do to make their house more desirable uh, for a sale. And by the way, it's usually not replacing the kitchen. Really? No, no, no. The kitchens, people, everyone has seen HGTV. Yeah. Everyone can imagine replacing the kitchen. Yep. And I've done a couple of homes recently where they replaced the kitchen to sell the house. The first thing the new owners do is going and tear the kitchen out. Wow. Because it's not their kitchen. Is it possible that the HGTV shows are sponsored by Kohler? The fuzzy <laughs> people? I mean, I mean that, you and, know. And, the, and the kitchen people. And the kitchen cabinet people. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really giving homeowners knowledge and, you know, so that educating them so that they can see, decide what is the best thing for them in their situation. That's Stephen Clip. Stephen Clip Architecture. What's the website? Uh, stephenclipparchitecture.com. All right. And if you sort of forget half of that and you just go ahead and Google it, you're either going to get Stephen or his son. Who's also an architect. Who's an architect. <laughs> and uh, Stephen Clip, the other Stephen Clip is over in California. Don't go with the California guy. Trust me. Get the guy local. <laughs> well, you can, but we're both doing, I mean, if you want a super modern contemporary home. Yeah. We're both doing those. That's yeah. most of the new homes I'm doing right now. And if you want something traditional, if you want a French country, yeah, uh, I'm doing that. He isn't. Oh, he isn't. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Also, Charlie Agnew, the HVAC guy from Streamline Services, Jerry Carnell, the plumbing expert and electrical expert from Streamline Services, Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier. I'm the radio guy, Dave Alexander. I'm the guy who has to tell you that the telephone number is 919-860-9783, and you only have a couple of minutes to get on this show called Making Your Home Great. You're listening to Making Your Home Great. Telephone number 919-860-9783. Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier. Myself, Dave Alexander. We are always on the show. I can't help you with any of it. Uh, Charlie Agnew from uh, Streamline Services. And Jerry Carnell from Streamline Services. And Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. And we're just talking about uh, hot water heaters. Yeah. People are still putting hot water heaters in the attic. Every day from a new house to a house we go to that's there for 25 years. It's They're they're in the attic. And now explain why that's probably a bum idea. So everybody knows there's a life expectancy to a water heater. There always is. I mean, anything yeah. can happen, right? Um, you got to imagine you're on the, it's in the, it's in the attic. You got a two-story home. Yeah. You're going out for vacation. You come back that following week and... You got a brand new waterfall in the middle of your home. It blows out. It. it blows out water out of some sort of valve that's an emergency thing, right? It can be a temperature and pressure relief valve issue. It could yeah. just be that the water heater has it's of age. Yeah, and and they rust from the inside out. You really can't tell what what's going on with that water heater. You know, unless unless now, you have X-ray vision, you can't tell what's going on with it. Tell me, tell me the difference between 
a regular water heater and a tankless water heater. Everybody now is talking about these tankless water heaters. So what what's the difference between those? Tankless two? water heater right now is in very, very high demand. Um, with a tanked water heater, a traditional water heater, you have certain life expectancies. Your electrical water heater is going to last you 8 to 10 years. Your gas tanked style water heater is going to last you that 10 to 12 year mark with maintenance. Maintenance, maintenance, maintenance. Just like taking your car to get the oil changed. You have to have maintenance on these water heaters. Now a tankless water heater is an on-demand water heater. It will not heat up or use any type of gas or anything for that water heater unless you call for hot water. At least a half a gallon a minute of a flow. So you save up to $300 a year just by switching over to a tankless. Yeah. It's 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 very, very simple. You, you have just, a life expectancy of that 8 to 10 years on an electric, 10 to 12 on a, a gas or propane water heater. Uh, but with a tankless water heater, you got 25, you know, 25 years of life expectancy. And well, it's not something i got to wait for that hot water. Because in my house, mm-hmm. the, the tank is nowhere near the kitchen sink. So that is the first question that usually happens, you know, that just happens to come up from everybody. Yeah. Uh, a tankless water heater is not instant hot water. Okay. It's continuous hot water. If All you right. leave that hot water wide open for two days, it's going to give you hot water at 120 degrees, plus or minus two to three degrees, for the amount of time you have that hot water open. Now, yeah. w- now wait a minute. Does that mean if I'm fourth in line to take a shower yes, at my does. house, yes, it that does. means right. I'm still going to have hot water You're still going to have turn? hot water when it's your turn. Ooh. No matter how many, and do, do not take this the wrong way because I've got two in my home, no yeah. matter how many women you have in the house and have to wash <laughs> all that soap out of their hair. Yeah. You're going to still have hot water still by the time you get water. in there. That's scary. That's I like scary. that. That's no, witchcraft. That's perfect. I, I've taken many cold showers over the years. So can that, you install one of those and not tell the girls? I'm you ju- you can, driver, but what's going to wind up happening is they're yeah. going to go run a bath one day and yeah. then realize that, oh, my God, I've had hot water. The whole bathtub's full of hot water. <laughs> I got I got three girls. Well, they're, they've moved out now, but if we had this. They'd come back. They come back. <laughs> all right, you can't all stick right. with the tanked water heater. There, okay, this is all right. Uh, this is, uh, and the terrible now, thing. Those are hung on the outside of the house. You can do an outside. Yeah. you can out, do an outside application, or you can do an indoor application. Um, the tankless water heater is designed so it. As far as the power consumption of a tankless water heater, I try yes. to stick very, very. Easy. Everybody knows what a light bulb is, How, of the watts of a light bulb. They've been around for years. A tankless yeah. water heater draws less than a 40-watt light bulb what? as far as power, so it can tap onto any normal 15-amp circuit that you have in your home. Um, wait, 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 wait. You mean if it's electric? That's nope. not gas? No, no. It's gas. It <laughs> does gas. use very, very little electricity okay. because it has an electronic igniter on it. Yeah. It okay. has the LED board on it to actually, well, LCD board. That way it can actually yeah. show you your temperatures and show you any error codes that may pop up. Right. Um, but sure. also, if it's an outdoor application like you were asking, it has um, uh, has heat sensors on the inside. It yeah. is a, it's a very, very smart device. When it actually drops to 40 degrees and below, the heaters will actually come on by themselves. Yeah. To actually keep everything from freezing. So an outdoor application, 90% of our installs are outside. But the big thing is, and I've seen most of them outdoors now, mm-hmm. is that they don't take up any space in your house. No, no space at all. If you have so. a garage and you're looking for more space, yeah. and you have this 50-gallon hot water heater right. in your garage, whether it's a direct vent or a top vent or at, what they call atmospheric vent water heater, yeah. you just gained space in your garage for another 
you know, yeah. uh, just just bear with me here. Pile wise, of but, junk. Yeah, pile of junk, right? <laughs> two, I mean, you have more room to put another toolbox in there. Or two shelf. golf carts side by side. <laughs> Absolutely. You have room now to actually store more stuff in your garage. Very good. Uh, you're hearing from Jerry Carnell and Charlie Agnew from Streamline Services. And gentlemen, the website is what? Smile. You get two. SmileTeamNow.com. SmileTeamNow.com. Right. And there's the other one is it seems to be StreamlinePlumbingNC.com. That is on there. We uh, we would like to to actually start using the Smile Team Now. All right. A little bit more. We can actually go on there. You can do a live chat if you want to. You can. I mean, everything is on. You can any financing options. Uh, there's actually promotions on there as far as actually yeah. tell you what to look for. I mean, there's a lot of help on our website. Yeah, that well, you can actually go to. And to ask a quick question, I've I've heard that Streamline is a pretty good place to work. Are Absolutely. you guys Are you guys still hiring people every day? Really? What are you looking every for? Day. We're we're always recruiting. Always okay. recruiting anything from uh, office text uh, as far as our CSRs, DSRs. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually looking for that that uh, just whatever person it may be that wants to look to get into the trades. They may not know what they want to do. We are more than happy to teach somebody. So you guys are doing training? They don't have we, to? Sir, okay. We offer all the training we possibly can. See, we, really, nice. we, really like to, we really like to hire for character and then train for skills. Yeah. Um, we're looking for good people first. Well first said. and foremost, we want people that want to become a member of our family. Um, right. We have we have a big family of customers and clients, and then in, and in team members. So that's that's the biggest thing we're looking for. Is good at, the, at the end of the day, when we send one of our one of our experts out to a home, we do not want that homeowner to actually just sit there in the back of their head and remember Streamline. We want them to remember Charlie. We want them yeah. to remember Chad. We yep. want them to remember Very Daniel. Good. Yep. We want them to remember somebody that just went out to that home. Not only Streamline, but we want them to remember the name. All right, Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture, and the website is. Stephen Clip Architecture. Stephen C L I P as in Peter. P as in Peter. Stephen spells his name with a V. Yes. Yes. And Clip has two P's. Yes. The but rest the you're time, on your own. By the time you do that, I'm the yeah, only yeah. one on there, so you'll find me. <laughs> All right. What projects are you? Interesting projects are you involved in? Uh, I'm doing a, an extremely contemporary house that hangs a black box 25 feet up in the air. They're, they're doing uh, what? <laughs> they we're, a, we're hanging a black box dining room 25 feet up in the air. Yes. In the canopy? And Well, it's we're doing a stone tower and then hanging a, kind of a black box cantilevered off of that. And whose idea was this? Was this the, that the was homeowner? That no, was no, yours? no, that was mine. <laughs> they, they asked for something that would blow people away. Uh, they're moving from Beverly Hills, and they wanted something that would blow people in Beverly Hills away. So that's what we're doing. A Rapunzel Tower. And yes. <laughs> will it sway? No. It's just going to be... No, it's just it's... going to be high up in the air and with nothing underneath it. You know, it's funny. You see all these great rooms, right? And some people, you know, they're saying, ah, I'm just heating that, you know. Mm-hmm. And all that room up above the great room, Stephen could work it somehow. Oh, oh, yeah. You can work magic with a house. I mean, even an existing house can just become just magical the things you can do just with a little imagination. 
All right, Brock, take the last little bit and tell us what Triangle Radiant Barrier does. Oh, I think our listeners have probably heard me a, a while talk about Triangle, but we do we do crawl space. We do any type of insulation you can come up with, and we do heavy mold remediation on residential. If I open that little door and look into the crawl space <laughs> and it's wet, I contact you. I know a guy. That's right. You know a guy. Know what, a guy. Number? what number? Uh, you can reach us at 919-986-8808 or triangleradiantbarrier.com. All right. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Hey, thanks. It was awesome. Well, this was helpful, the, in, including the including all the phone callers. I just appreciate everybody paying attention to the show. We'll be back next week, but an hour ago. You know, tune in next week, an hour ago. Making your home great.